Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And for those of you who are checking out the Newsreel for the very first time, uh, this is um, mine and Jeremy's new show where we get to talk about what's currently going on in the world of movies and television. But uh, before we get into the Newsreel, we do like to experiment a little. I mean, last week, uh, Jeremy and I, uh, we were trying to figure out like a, a way to kind of spice things up a little bit with, uh, with new segments. And so uh, we decided... Uh, to come up with a an answer to a question that was posed on uh, the Ringer Twitter feed. Uh, do you remember what that question was? It was uh, favorite animated music. Uh, yeah, favorite fe- song from an animated movie. Right, yeah. See, I knew you would remember. <laughs> you, you were hosting last week. So. <laughs> uh, but this week, uh, we actually did uh, find a pretty cool pop culture topic and... Uh, and we found it actually from the Barstool Sports Instagram page. And so on that post, they asked, if you can only watch movies and future projects from three of these franchises for the rest of your life, which three are you picking? And so the choices are, Jeremy, DC Comics, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Lord of the Rings, Jurassic Park, John Wick, 007, you know, with James Bond, and finally we have Mission Impossible. So uh, which three out of those nine are you picking for the rest of your life? You know, it wasn't actually that hard for me to choose Um, because it says you can only watch those movies, so only those past movies and then their future movies. Yes. Uh, For me, I would go with... DC, Marvel, and then 007, the James Bond movies. Ooh, we have very different answers. <laughs> uh, do you want to uh, kind of go into why you picked those three? Um, it was pretty close because I do love Star Wars, but because if I only had to choose between the three, I would. I do like the. Uh, espionage of 007 so i was like i needed to mix it up a little bit with the superhero stuff but because of i'm such a big fan of superheroes and my favorite characters are kind of split in between dc and marvel and obviously marvel i think i I prefer probably more the superheroes from dc but uh obviously marvel's track record (laughs) is uh (laughs) their their movies just even if they're not superheroes, they're really good. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm like John Wick. Uh, it's kind of been going down since the first one. Mission Impossible. I love Mission Impossible, but it's just Tom. You're just watching for Tom Cruise pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jurassic Park speaks for itself. It's just the first movie, pretty much. Um, Harry Potter never got into it really. Yeah, same. Actually, the one of the ones that I really had to think pretty long and hard, I didn't choose this one, was Lord of the Rings. Uh, obviously, they, I mean, for me, what kind of ruined it for me for Lord of the Rings was the Hobbit trilogy, <laughs> I mean, which is like half the movies. Uh, but the one that, you know, the, the upcoming project that is really kind of intriguing me is that uh, Prime show that they're about to do. And I hear it's going to be the most expensive show of all time. 
Um, and that's saying something because obviously we, you know, Game of Thrones just finished their run and they had the HBO budget and for them to have the largest TV budget of all time. And it sounds like it's going to be by a mile. Ooh, I feel like that's going to be a really good show. Ooh, I hope so. And especially on, on prime, I haven't seen prime put out anything too crazy in terms of like very, very high budget. Yes, exactly. It's, you know, it's kind of like middling, right? Usually, like if you're talking about like large budgets, you're thinking HBO uh, or Netflix, probably what, second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I had to answer that question, um, I agree with you with Marvel Cinematic. You, I mean, you're just talking about like you, you have such a complete library of the MCU. And you saw what during that Disney uh, shareholder meeting or whatever, how many other projects they have like in the works um, on, on Disney plus and obviously for future movies. That, so that was like a no brainer for me with the MCU. Uh, again, I go back to future um, projects and past, you know, catalog. Mm-hmm. That's why I pick star Wars um, because I mean, yeah, there's still some, you know, stuff that, eh, I mean, you're t- talking about like the prequels and, uh, that last, what, uh, sequel trilogy? Not good. I did not like it. But, I mean, I just have, uh, there's just so much to choose from. You know what I mean? That's why I chose Star Wars. The third one, though. Ooh, man, this one was difficult. I Actually, you were talking about John Wick and Mission Impossible. Those are how I try to figure out which of the two that I want for my mm. third choice. And just based off of how the trajectory, just like you were talking about how it started off really well. Um, and then, you know, with John Wick, the third one was a parabellum. Yeah. Parab- I don't parabellum. know why they have to add that, but yeah. Yeah. I felt that that one was uh, probably, well, e- I, I shouldn't say probably. It was easily the worst out of the three. I mean, I was still entertained. It, I thought it was still pretty good, but with Mission Impossible, I feel like they're getting better somehow. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we got a, a seventh one coming up pretty soon. So if I had to choose between those two, I, I went with Mission Impossible because Tom Cruise is forever going to be doing crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on John Wick versus the Mission Impossible series. Yeah, you got like six... Well, five solid movies. <laughs> I'm not. I I remembered Mission Impossible too. <laughs> we're, we're looking at you, John Woo. <laughs> Damn, man. I I mean, it's not a horrible movie. It's just so different <laughs> compared to all the other movies. Yes, uh, I will say though, Tom Cruise did have his best looking head of hair in Mission Impossible too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you had the you had the John Woo slow motion to enhance it. Oh my god! Yeah, but you need to see Tom Cruise running in full speed. Yeah, oh, you know, I to know. Really enjoy yeah. it, you know. Oh, I know. Or him riding in a motorcycle. Whew. so yep. good. You know what? They that may be a future franchise series that we do talk about. Maybe perhaps after the MCU, but we'll see. We'll a little see. teaser there. But yeah, um, I just thought it would be pretty cool to kind of do this every week. So hopefully, uh, moving forward, we do find a pop culture topic uh, that we do find on social media. And so be on the lookout for those just so that we can kind of be inclusive. And if you want to kind of join in on the conversation, you can also uh, also join in through our Instagram and Twitter. 
Uh, what are the, what's our handle again? Uh, at Weekly Real on Twitter and Instagram. So leave a comment on Instagram or DM us there or tweet us at Weekly Real on Twitter. Yes, sir. And so, um, you know, we do have uh, our brand new show called The Newsreel. Uh, Jeremy has kind of had always leaned towards like, uh, you know, preferring watching movies over TV. Uh, over tv and i'm pretty much the exact opposite you know like i feel like if tv is done really well you just get to spend more time with uh with these characters um and so um yeah i just prefer tv and so this week's tv topic i mean i did uh text jeremy earlier this afternoon let him know that you know obviously we just got done watching the falcon winter soldier season finale um and i was like okay we're, we're gonna be talking about that it was kind of the obvious choice because who knows when we'll get to see both sam and bucky in our lives again in a future mcu uh like project so jeremy this week's topic is really simple what was one thing that you loved about the finale and what was one thing that you hated okay one thing that i loved about the finale was probably just the 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 action. I love Falcon, and he did. Um, I, well, he became Captain America. Sam Wilson became Captain America. That was one thing I really loved about the that episode, and the costume didn't really resonate with me right away. But I did slowly like get into it. I liked it, and I liked that because uh, the last time we were on the on the show, I said, oh, it better have wings, and then it had wings, so I'm glad oh, about vibranium that. Vibranium wings, too, at that. Mm, yeah, I mean, hopefully. That, is, is that confirmed? I want to say it is, because it's coming from Wakanda, and um, remember that one part in, uh, I forget what action sequence, but remember, like he put the shield above him and then he had the, the, wings, the wings around around him and basically covered this whole thing. And something huge just tried to fall on him and it didn't even make a dent. Maybe. I, I was just wondering, I'm like, if Bucky asked for a favor and he's like, oh, okay, it's like, we'll just give him the cheap stuff. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that would do Sam so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because it doesn't look, it looks like something Steve would still have, possibly, uh-huh. in terms of material. But, yeah, uh, for sure that. But one thing I didn't like about the episode that I was looking forward to in the whole show was um, Bucky's conversation with um, with Yuri. Oh, yeah. Uh, what the, what's his last name? Yuri starts with an N. Nakajima? I think you're right. I would have to look at it. I, I've always just called him Yuri. Yeah, because the, when they finally got to that scene and Bucky uh, gets to his door again and say, like, oh, what are you doing here? It's not whatever to, we're, it's not our day to hang out or whatever. And then obviously um, Bucky spills the beans on who actually killed his son. And then obviously uh they just kind of gloss over it (laughs) um my guess is they couldn't think of anything dialogue wise where um it would have been difficult you know i'm I'm thinking probably the best way that they they could have hoped for uh do you remember that one scene at the end the very end of born supremacy when um jason Bourne's talking to the daughter of the uh, diplomat that Mm -hmm. that um 
that he killed uh, on his first mission and his yeah. wife. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm thinking that they could have hoped for. But I mean, that would have been kind of heavy handed for Disney. Yeah, but see, that that's the thing. Like in last episode when, was it last episode? Yeah, when uh, Sam was telling Bucky like, oh, you got to, you know, you got to serve them. You know, you don't not just to appease whatever feeling like you're having. You actually got to go out, serve them, do the work. And it's like, okay, we're going to see basically Bucky's either first step into this or his last step or just a step in his recovery. And they just kind of show him saying the words, but then we don't really get to see anything of like how he's, how that helps Yuri with anything. Yeah. I think they just didn't want to end kind of on a somber moment. Um, I think it may have like helped maybe if they would have tossed that maybe kind of earlier in the episode, maybe, I don't know if it's a kind of a pacing thing, but, and then I don't know, like it ended like kind of like on a weird, like happy note. So it'd have been weird to have like that really somber note. Cause it, I felt like the end kind of already came out of nowhere and that it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's a party. You know, it's a block party. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, okay. They're going to end on a happy moment. Yeah. You know where they should have had it was, uh, he should have done it right after, or he, that should have been last episode, probably. Mm-hmm. Like the end of last episode, like right before they they announce, oh, the GRCs in New York and all that stuff. Because Bucky's would be in the area still, um, but because at the end of or during last episode, Sam was like, okay, you know, do the work and all that stuff, and then maybe we cut to the next scene, and he's gonna. Then we actually get to spend time with Bucky and uh, and Yuri, and then go into the cliffhanger of for the last episode. I feel like that's that would have worked better, but it kind of su- that that was the most disappointing thing for me in the finale that yeah, we just kind of glossed over it. Right, because like you had like a week to try to imagine, because you knew where they were going to go with it, where he was going to visit Mister. It is uh, Yuri Nakajima, by the way. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you you know, you you have you already set those expectations based off of what that conversation was between Sam and Bucky from the week before. Um, and I think the only reason why they didn't end um, the previous episode was because they wanted to kind of build that up. But because we had set that expectation where, you know, you know, we we're trying to figure out how that conversation would go because they glossed over it and kind of yada yada it. I think that's kind of where our disappointment lies or yours. Anyway, I Mm -hmm. didn't have too much of a problem with it, but I I do agree that it could have been, I I think they could have spent a little bit more time with it. I see. I see. What about you? Uh, Did you have a most like your favorite moment and all that stuff too? Yeah. I mean, I think we've mentioned it before. Um, I mean, with Sam being, you know, confirmed as the new captain America and, you know, they mentioned it, you know, he acknowledged it. It's like, hey, I'm Captain America. And then you have people talking about, oh, wait, no, he, it's Black Falcon. It's like, no, that's Captain America. I was like, oh, man. And uh, obviously uh, your prediction was right. You know, you got the whole red, white and blue um, uniform uh, that was in the box. And uh, we also got the wings. And he was able to incorporate a lot of his training that we did see, the training montage from episode five. And you got to see him kind of just uh, put everything into use. So I love the transformation 
uh, to Captain America. I I like how he's he's basically used uh, what they've established within the MCU because remember he was you know when we first met him in Captain America Winter Soldier the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not Captain America and the Winter Soldier uh, which was revealed beautifully I may add I I marked out when that actually happened at the end um, I like how they kept. They, you know, they have that same grounded character that Sam has when he's like talking with everyone at the VA, you know, like he has a way with truly empathizing with whoever he's talking to. And he's really th- thoughtful in a lot of the things he says. Um, yeah, the maybe the monologue could have been a little it, like I felt it kind of dragged a little bit, but. The message itself was there, and I really did appreciate it because really it's something that you could apply to literally society today with us listening to the other side instead of us being so quick to to judge or quick to um, put down or, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. But yeah. I, I just really like <laughs> how um, he's a different Captain America. He's his own Cap, and that's the reason why we do like sam you know what i mean yeah yeah because he's yeah like you said it's all about the the man underneath the suit uh that makes captain america that's what he said in in the first episode so he finally uh after all the stuff that happened in this show he definitely deserves to be captain america by the end of it uh but yeah i do also agree with you that (laughs) that monologue was good yeah, sometimes I'm like, man, it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of ran a little long. Uh, but uh, I definitely did appreciate it. And obviously, the stuff with Isaiah Bradley has just Ooh. been good like through, throughout the series. Uh, every time Isaiah Bradley showed up on screen, he was just good. It was always going to be a quality scene. Mm-hmm. I love their chemistry together. Yeah, for sure. Because you you can see like he even he, he got some character development. Like he uh, Sam was able to prove him wrong in some aspects and prove his worthiness to Isaiah uh, that he it's okay for him to be Captain America. Right, right. And so I really do hope that we do get to see Isaiah Bradley in the future. Um, I'm hoping they don't just like kind of keep them on the sideline. But yeah, you know, if if they keep showing them, whether it's um, on maybe on a future season, if they're going to do another season of the Falcon Winter Soldier, or I'm sorry, Captain America and the Winter Soldier or a future uh, MCU film, uh, I am definitely on board with seeing Isaiah Bradley um, again. I see. Uh, Did you have a most disappointing aspect? uh, Yeah, I, I had a, uh, I had trouble trying to narrow it down be, uh, with one. <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, there it was. It was uh, one or the other. Um, but I will go with. Um, I just thought it was very strange. It was a very strange decision to have Sharon Carter as the power broker. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really hoping. It's a long shot. I'm really hoping that. Whoever she was talking to, or something like that, there's still someone behind her, or uh, behind the scenes, I should say, that is actually the power broker, or maybe the the, I mean, if she is the power broker, at least the person behind, you know, that's pulling the strings, because it seemed like she was really doing a lot of the legwork for someone that's so powerful and you know has a you know deep pockets and no you know knows so many things. 
I felt like she was just doing a lot of the foot soldier type work and it yeah. just didn't make sense to me. Um, it, you know, just looking back on all the, I guess her appearances um, within the show. And for me, I, yeah, I also didn't like that. And it doesn't, I don't feel like it fits within her character too much, especially um, in terms of the timeline from when, cause I think she was also dusted uh, during the time of the like, end game and all that stuff. So it's kind of weird. It's like, how can she become so powerful? She was like, um, kind of almost like a junior agent in shield before, like it crashed down because of Hydra, of course. And then she's been on the run ever since civil war. So it's like, she, it always seemed like she was a government person. And then, yeah, in terms of her character, I don't really see how it fits in, in her timeline either. I'm hoping that this is the easy way for them to just uh, fix this. M- just make her a scroll. <laughs> yeah, anything. You know, I, if they want to make her a part of Secret Invasion, you know, have her as a scroll, or uh, or maybe she's really, you know, talking to some bigger entity, whether it's the Mandarin, you know, with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, or maybe some other, like, known huge thing. Because... Like you said, if she was really dusted within the canon of the show, she would have gotten dusted from 2018 to 2023, which mm-hmm. left her really two years to be this all-knowing, every, you know, she sees all power broker and when she was, you know, when she was on the run after Captain, the events of Captain America Civil War. Doesn't yeah, make and, sense. Yeah, and pretty much just like on from one, uh, probably two continents, right? Just from... Well, Madripoor in that area, and then obviously the U.S. is, I don't know, it's its pretty crazy. Uh, so, to continue with the topic of Captain America and the Winter Soldier, uh, in terms of movie news, uh, they announced Captain America 4. But I also want to, just really quickly, do you think, because this question got brought up uh, kind of... And we, I didn't think about this. Is what if Captain America four is not for Sam Wilson? What if it's for old Steve Rogers? <laughs> do you, what do you think about that? Um, I it, I think definitely Captain America four will definitely be Sam Wilson as Captain America um, with his first feature film as um, as Cap, just because they spent like a full series or full season, I should say showing the transformation of him being Falcon to Captain America. And it had such a really rich storyline. You got to experience a, a lot of what his thought uh, thoughts were, because we didn't really know at the end of Endgame, you know, what he was thinking. You know, they it was there was just so much so many loose ends to kind of tie up. He, you know, obviously he got the shield, but it's like, OK, we didn't really know what he was thinking, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job in terms of showing, you know, his hesitation of being Captain America. Um, so definitely, to answer your question, we're definitely seeing Sam. I see. All right. So uh, out of, like, the story points from the show, like, what's one that you hope they bring over to the movie? Movie? Oh, that's a good question. Um if I had to get, uh, if I had to give you an answer now, I would probably go with uh, if they're going to do a Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers type thing because they did a, um, 
I mean, they did that reveal with uh, with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, her name escapes me. Val, we'll just say. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and obviously we had a U.S. agent who they revealed in the finale. And then you know we still got Zemo. Uh, we got the Raph. Uh, so, you know, the pieces are like there. So maybe they finish like setting up the Thunderbolts, uh, and we get some sort of storyline with uh, with with Sam as as Cap. Ooh, dang! Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say bring back Zemo, bring back uh, John Walker for something like the Thunderbolts. Because I don't, do I really want to see Sharon Carter, uh, Sharon Carter as the power broker in a movie? Uh, not really, unless they say right off the bat, oh, she was a squirrel the whole time. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I hope it's like a U.S. agent Zemo. I think because those guys, I think, were the probably the more interesting characters of the show. Right. I actually, you know, we were making fun of uh, John Walker earlier in the the newsreel. Um, I I really liked his character. Um, I didn't really like where they kind of took it in the finale. That was the other thing that I was thinking about mentioning as far as stuff that I didn't really like. Uh, I just didn't like how they were all buddy buddies <laughs> so quickly after they had that intense two on one battle. But <laughs> and they broke the, his arm. <laughs> and they broke his <laughs> arm. Yeah, you think he'd be still pissed off instead of like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm helping you guys out again. Uh, but um, I mean. It was bound to happen to have a redemption story arc. I just didn't like how it was that quick. But I, in terms of like his overall character, I, I really did enjoy John Walker throughout the series. Yeah, I did like his little um, like redemption moment with the with the truck. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I guess he wasn't too buddy buddy with with Bucky, especially when they were watching Sam do his monologue. Uh, they were just kind of just standing there, like, oh, okay. Here we go. This is the this is Captain America, and in a way, I I feel like he saw that like Sam is Captain America, but he you know I think John Walker still has his ego, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna be my own thing now. I know. I I was I was uh, surprised he didn't want to you know try to get the shield or at least acknowledge. It's like, oh, I want the shield. He basically just gave it up, and obviously now he's U.S. agent. So. All right, Jeremy, uh, I did think of a very, very quick random. This is so random. It, it is a TV topic because, I mean, we are recording this on the Wednesday before the NFL draft, which actually starts tomorrow. Here's a random bonus topic, Jeremy. Who are you hoping the 49ers draft tomorrow in, uh, with the third overall pick? <laughs> uh, probably Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I will take him. I just because you said Justin Fields, I'll go with Trey Lance. But really, the the correct answer is anyone but Mac Jones, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I just oh. yeah, because I said uh, uh, Justin Fields, but yeah, I'll go with Trey Lance. Yeah, like you said, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like if, if between the two, Justin Fields and Trey Lance, you're talking about okay, uh, Justin Fields is more of the known commodity, Trey Lance is the unknown, more diamond of the rough, but there's a higher ceiling from what they're talking about. So I'm fine with either. I'm really, I just don't want Mac Jones as my next quarterback. Please. I guess we'll have to find out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but Jeremy, uh, before uh, we end this episode, do you want to preview what we have upcoming for the Weekly Reel podcast? Yep. On Monday, we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. So that's a brand new movie that we just watched in theaters. But if you don't want to go to the theaters yet, it is on HBO Max. So make sure you watch Mortal Kombat before uh, Monday's episode on it. Yeah, I. you know what? Uh, it was actually really good to be able to watch a movie in theaters again. For me, it was my first of, of 2021. I know you've watched a couple of movies beforehand, so it was really cool hanging out with both you and uh, your brother last Friday. So, mm-hmm. The popcorn was still fresh. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. Nothing beats fresh butter mm-hmm. uh, with freshly popped popcorn at the theater. Ooh, so good. Well, anyway, um, before we uh, head out, I uh, just want to take the time to plug our uh, you know, our social media accounts. Definitely, if you're looking for updates, um, and we try to do polls, we try to do quizzes, uh, we try to include uh, you guys with, obviously, uh, an, uh, advertising when our, our episodes are out. Uh, please definitely follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, what's our handle one more time? At Weekly Reel on Twitter. Yes, and also uh, definitely want to throw some love to our uh, YouTube channel. Definitely just search for Weekly Reel Podcast on YouTube. Uh, we uh, do our best to put some extra exclusive content that isn't necessarily on each of the podcast, uh, any of the podcasts that we do, uh, whether it's the main show or the newsreel. Um, and so we Try to put exclusive content on YouTube. So please definitely subscribe, hit that like button, and do the whole nine. So um, thank you all again for checking us all out uh, for another edition of the Newsreel. We definitely do um, appreciate your support for the podcast in general, and we'll see you next time on The Reel. <laughs> <laughs>